Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Fred Fringer is starting a new life in Miami after leaving prison, but he's still a scumbag. After accidentally killing a Harry Krishna in the airport, Fred runs afoul of a detective, Sergeant Hoke Mosley. After beating up Mosley and stealing his badge and gun, Fred then goes on a crime spree disguised as a cop, unbeknownst to his trusting college student hooker girlfriend in Miami Blues. Together Trash, episode 105, Miami Blues, my name is Eric. My name is Jason. How's it going, apparently? Excellent. <laughs> excellent. Apparently it's going excellent. <coughs> yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> How about yourself? Uh, apparently I'm doing okay. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lovely 70-degree November day here it in Dayton. It was Ohio. pretty awesome today, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you Did you do any outside business today? I opened a window. That's pretty... Uh, that is as far outside yeah. as I got. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, excuse me. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Uh, what'd you, uh, what'd you, uh, do yeah. t- today? Uh, I went to Yellow Springs with my late uh, friend. I am sorry. Mm. I apologize profusely. I love Yellow Springs. Mm. Hippie Town, Ohio. Mm. We, uh, just had some lunch and then, uh, did a little shopping. Went back, uh, went back home. You know where you guys can go shopping? Where's that? Anywhere. <laughs> but you they don't have, have to go to Yellow Springs to do that. They have records and comics. Two things that this town, well, I guess they do this, have. This town does have that. Yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> in spades, not the same. It's ones. a store called Spades. Oh, really? Records and yeah, Gerson Cummings. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> no playing cards, though. No. Let's see. That's yeah. Weird. It's weird. I really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think they would just, you know, maybe play off that? Just hear it play, play oh, spades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that store is aces. Hmm. In my book. Oh, wow, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got some cool comic books. I was really excited. I got some old Robert Crumb stuff that I didn't have. Oh, pretty. made me happy. I haven't read some already before it came You out. actually just clapped. Yeah, I did. That is stupid. Yeah, I, I was that happy. I was that happy. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, that's it. Just our crumb books. Um, I bought a issue of Palookaville that I didn't have by Seth, and uh, some Robert Crumb comics, and uh Joe Sacco comic, and a Kim Deitch comic. Some some cool stuff. So you did not buy the new issue of the X Men. They were out. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> at the at the Dark Star. Hmm. What's? Yeah. I was really hoping to talk to you about uh, the new X-Men comic. Uh-huh. I was really kind of hoping that 
you were kind of, all right, whatever. Well, yeah. We can still talk about it. I'll pretend as if I read it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the one that had vampires fighting the X-Men? Yes. See? I think it does, actually. Uh, no clue. <laughs> I'm uh, not a reader of the X-Men. Uh, past reader, though, right? Past reader. Me as well. Me as well. Uh, we'll always, deep down in my heart, be a fan. Mm-hmm. Always look to see, you know, if there's something happening that maybe I want to check out. It usually never is. Well, yeah. Like, I have kind of a fondness for the characters, but I think I would only rather look at the older stuff unless, like, if any of those artists that I named earlier, like if Seth or J- Kim Deitch <laughs> or Robert Crumb did a X-Men comic, right. I'd be all over it, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I just kind of, I don't know, I just, it's so soap opery, I just don't care anymore. I just have a nostalgia for the ones I do remember loving. I do as well, and uh, of course, you know, then occasionally you get like a uh, a Grant Morrison coming in and, yeah. and writing it, and uh, I'm all over that shit. I did read those, and those were good. Yes, those were good. but uh, past that, you know, I, I tried reading Peter Milligan, because I like him just as much as I like a Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. But it was the bad Peter Milligan. Uh, was he doing Uncanny? Is that what it was? Uh, I think so, yeah. With, uh, I started to say Winston Churchill on the art. Ian Churchill. Was that uh, him? No. That okay. was uh, when Grant Morrison was writing X-Men. Ian Churchill was drawing Uncanny with uh, Joe Casey. Joe Casey, that's who it was. Yeah. I did not read those because I cannot give a shit about Joe Casey. Mm. Mm. I think he's terrible. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever read it in Joe Casey. No, you shouldn't. He's terrible. Um, but no, Peter Milligan came on after Grant Morrison left. Uh, and I thought, all right, Peter Milligan, let's do this. Yeah. Round and, two of good X-Men. Fuck yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Ah. Didn't help that uh, Salvador LaRocco was drawing the book either. Oh, yeah. Okay. He is also was- not someone that I like. Was that Extreme X-Men? No. Oh, that was just regular X-Men? Yeah. Okay. Salvador yeah. Rocco also drew that, but that was written by Chris Claremont. Mm, I've heard of that guy, too. And that was also happening during the Grant Morrison run. Really? Those are all yeah. simultaneous? Yes. Grant Morrison left. It becomes X-Men, written by somebody nobody cared about. Uncanny X-Men, written by Peter Milligan, that uh, he brought his uh, F game. Oh, uh, instead of his A game. And uh, Astonishing X-Men started with uh, Joss Whedon. Oh, I've heard that's good. It's very good. I've never read it. I read those. Jumped on to that. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Uh, very reminiscent of uh, the old school Chris Claremont, John Byrne, heyday. Uh, but, uh, you know, not uh, retardedly wordy. Yeah, as yeah. not as, not as uh, I don't know, discursive. <laughs> Um, uh, not discursive. Yeah. No. No, what so we're like, doing right now yeah. is discursive. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, not as uh, blah, 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 blah. Just, just overly just, wordy yeah. and then just in that old school style of uh, comic writing. Yeah, too many things described aloud. That's right, right. Yeah, and in thought balloons and in captions. Right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah I don't know why I haven't read Astonishing X Men actually. Now that I think about it, I'd recommend it. Yeah. You probably wouldn't like it though. Really? I like the art. The art's great, yeah. Mm. yeah. But, uh, yeah you, I, don't know, I don't know if this would be your thing or not. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, if you ever get a chance to read it for free or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure your girlfriend probably has them. I think so. Yeah. I think she does. 
And uh, if she doesn't, I'm sure I could uh, find mine eventually to lend you. you can dig them out. Dig them out uh, somewhere. If I picked it for an episode. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think I uh, have a vague notion of where they might be. <laughs> At least which room they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in a room. No, oh, in a closet. No. Uh, ooh, really? Yeah. In an, in your car? Yeah. <laughs> I did uh, for the longest time. Uh, I had like four boxes of comics that uh, just sitting in my trunk. Yeah. Yeah. What stuff you plan on selling? Uh, just getting rid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I wound up going through them at one point and like picking like maybe fifty books out of them that uh, I decided at the last minute to keep. But uh, yeah, just through the rest of the way. Oh wow! Yeah. If you ever do that, if you ever have something to give away, we get some. Uh, it's like this high school kid that comes in Mavericks that yeah. we donate him for some program where he's getting like junior high and high school kids to read. Uh-huh. We gave him like a hundred last week. Right. The first time we've done that, and uh, and I tried to give him like kind of the better stuff of the quarter box, right, right. but I couldn't help it. I slipped in like. There was like a couple X Force number ones. <laughs> I put those in there. Not that you know, not that that's bad, but I was like, somebody might enjoy this. Someone probably will. Yeah, I mean, we did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, sort of. No, we did. I I only read like the first two or three. No, yeah, but you enjoyed them. Uh, I thought they were fun. Yeah, you enjoyed them. They were they were dumb fun. Don't. Try to get out of this. I actually read the entire series today. <laughs> Up until the Spider-Man crossover, number 16. <laughs> Spider-Man number 16. Yeah, Spider-Man number 16. Yeah, it was like... X-Force number three, three, yeah, yeah, five, yeah. four, six, something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, X-Force, X-Force. What a classic. What yeah. A classic. We all loved it. Mm-hmm. Just as, uh... You know, I, I regrettably used to love uh, Jim Lee and, uh, and a Wallace Patatio and a Rob Liefeld, and, and now I don't. I still like Jim Lee. I do not. <laughs> not a fan. Wow. Yeah, but... Uh, comics? Artists? Comics artists, uh, comic book artists, and uh, none of these have anything to do with uh, what we're here to discuss No, today. no they don't. We are here to talk about a movie that mm. you made me watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Called... Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the second funniest spoiler I've heard in the past two days. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I was at uh, our friend's store, the, the game swap yesterday. And um, uh, the one employee there, Jonathan, was wearing a uh, leather jacket that had like a fur trim on it, uh-huh. and uh, said that he was uh, trying out for the uh, Top Gun sequel. And, uh, and I said that, uh, that oh, are you going to play uh, Goose Junior? Goose Junior, you're going to play Goose Junior. Yeah. And uh, he walked out, and uh, I turned to uh, Stephen and Stephanie, who were both there, and said, uh, because he dies in the first one, and I hope he dies in the second one. Spoiler. <laughs> there was no Goose Jr. in the first one, though, right? No. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. okay. But Goose yeah, died, he died in the that. first one. Spoiler. And, uh, and Stephen said I was supposed to say spoiler before I say you know, <laughs> what that was. And I said, well, that doesn't make it funny. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You spoil it, and then you say, spoiler. Yeah. And it's a 25-year-old movie that uh, most people who are going to see it have seen it. Yeah, and it's... And uh, I'm a guy that hasn't seen it. 
and we'll never see it. It's not. It's not that great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't like gay dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they're flying airplanes. Especially if they're flying uh, airplanes. I can mm. handle gay dudes without airplanes. Mm-hmm. But if you throw airplanes, in oh, it, I've they, seen you handle gay dudes. Yeah, all the time. Of course. Yeah. You throw the airplanes into it, and I'm done. I'm out. All right. You don't. Yeah. Want, you want not out of the closet. No. Just, just out of the out of the game. Mach four is too fast for gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just fine. Mach eight, go go Mach eight, you gay guys yeah. and ladies, gay ladies. Uh, you know, yeah. If uh, if you're gay and you're offended by this show, I apologize. Because hmm. I don't care either way. Yeah. But if you're a pilot and you listen to this show, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we can say that because we're from the birthplace of aviation, Dayton, Ohio. Right. I have been to the Air Force Museum at least four times. I've been at least twice. I think seriously <laughs> twice. I think I went once to see what all the hubbub was, and I went uh, once again to see that. Really, SR-71. was there hubbub? Well, everybody was like, "You gotta go! You gotta go to the Air Force Base." Yeah, I don't think so. Really? When I was a when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. My family, my family was all about the Air Force Base. You know, I. I would say three out of the four times I've been there have all been like field trips, mm-hmm. but there's never been hubbub. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just a, a thing that is. Yeah. You know, and and uh, it seemed like hubbub to me. But but, right. I was a kid. What did I know about hubbub? <clears throat> I mean, I don't find it an offensive place, and I probably wouldn't mind going back at yeah, some point. I haven't I'd, been I'd there go. in like fifteen years. Yeah, if somebody wanted to go, I'd go with them. We should go. Let's do it. Let's do it. On the road. Yeah. On the road five minutes away. <laughs> five minutes away. No, but I, I went... Dude, that, that is a busy road. <laughs> it is. And it's curvy, too. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. It's got that uh, retainer wall, like, right in the middle. Oh, it freaks me out. And you can, when, Yeah, especially if, like, if you're peeking over at the CD motels off the side of the road. <laughs> I think the CD motel... Eh, no, I think it's definitely... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, this sort of ties into the X-Men talk. Because I went to see the SR-71 Blackbird. That's Ooh, the only reason I went back. Nice. Because I was like, that's the X-Men <laughs> jet. <laughs> so that's why I went. All right. I still get pictures, actually. My mom and uh, our neighbor lady, we went out there. It was pretty happening. There. Me and a couple old broads looking at the X-Men jet. <laughs> uh, speaking of airplanes, though. Uh-huh. Figures in uh, to the movie we watched, mm. Miami Blues, <clears throat> starring Alec Baldwin, Fred Ward, and Jennifer Jason Leigh, directed by George Armitage, who has only directed like four movies and all like ten years or more apart. Yeah, he takes some breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I liked. Uh, I didn't realize that he'd done any. Like we kind of looked him up. Yeah, I liked the Big Bounce and. Uh, I never saw the big bounce because I heard it was terrible. Oh, I I liked it, uh, but he did uh, Gross Point Blank, Gross which Point was Blank, a fantastic yeah. movie. It was a very good movie, uh, and uh, some other movies that I have now forgotten. Yeah, I didn't, that's the only two I remember too. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, <clears throat> it was something in like 1979 before uh, Miami Blues. Like, yeah, 79 something movie. Uh, 1990, uh, 1990 Miami Blues, 1997 Gross Point Blank, and then 2004. Uh, it was big bounce. Yeah, he hasn't done anything since. He maybe he's like a smart guy because you know how overpaid everyone is right. involved in the movie industry. Yeah. Maybe he just like lives like a normal person. 
And he just takes a few years off. Could be. Uh, I don't know if uh, directors, uh, especially someone who's never really directed any blockbusters, right. you know, I don't know if they get the big bucks as much as like a... Uh, well, as the actors, probably. Right. But uh, I've always said that if I was someone like a Tom Cruise... <clears throat> it was getting paid $20 million, and uh, I was a midget, and I was fucking guys. Yeah. I would totally just take that one paycheck for that one movie that I did, and then never make any other movies. Yeah. Why not? Because that's $20 million. You could go the rest of your life perfectly okay. Uh, yeah, like even if half of it goes to taxes, you yeah. still have $10 million. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, invest it wisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe not buy a gigantic mansion. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, you know. But then you couldn't be on cribs. That's true. So yeah. it's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about the cribs factor. See? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Vince Neil with that, uh, was he have like a action number one or he had some sort of crazy comic? I have no idea. Spider-Man number one? No, Amazing Fantasy 15. And something. I only am aware of what Cribs is. I've never actually seen Oh, man, I used to love watching Cribs. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why either. But I don't know why either. I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, uh... It's nauseating. I would imagine. Uh, yeah, like TV yeah. screens that slide out of the ceiling and, like, car collections, that sort of thing. Um, I'm going to guess that, uh... <clears throat> Every single person who was ever featured on Cribs, when they get to the bedroom, they say, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> they do. They really do. Yeah. That, or something to that effect. You know, like, yeah. like, like, I can't show you too much in here. You know, that sort of thing. Somebody, I think, somebody from the Wu-Tang Clan uh, showed you their, like, shitty apartment. Like, he had a shitty apartment that he had rented. Yeah. And he brought everybody in there, and it was, like, just trashed and small and... He's like, this is my microwave, like that sort of thing. That's, it was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Miami, yeah, Miami Blues. Blues. 1990. 20 years old. 20 so years old. Uh, still still uh, hanging on to the 80s, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, 1990, but it seems like 86. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of pastels. The music Music. I mean, other than the like open and closing song, yeah. it was pretty eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, buzz cuts and flat tops <laughs> yeah. on white guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Loud pants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin wears uh, numerous, numerous loud pants. <laughs> I like the yellow ones though. Those yeah, are good. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, I think the 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 uh, I don't know, are they plaid? Uh, like the 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 pants he was wearing towards the end of the movie. Oh, uh, uh, is that I'm considered trying to remember. plaid? I'm or? trying to remember what he had on. Yeah, I think I, I think he had plaid on. The like they're they're stripes, horizontal and vertical stripes, Sounds multicolored. Plaid. But uh, you know, like the shirt you're wearing right now, mm-hmm. I would definitely consider plaid. Yeah, but like that's a traditional plaid. But but these were. It's very loud because yeah. there's all that open space. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It was very, uh, very eighties. Yeah. Like I, I think that's one of the problems. I think this movie has a couple of problems. Okay. Yeah. But uh, one of them is it's kind of dated as far as like the music very and the look. Dated. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. No, no, it does not. 
Uh, I wouldn't know. This is the first time I've seen this. See, I honestly think I haven't seen this since, like, it came out in 90, and I think we rented it, and my brother taped it. Right. Illegally. And, uh, that's right. He is a criminal. <laughs> and I think we watched it a few times between 90 and 92, maybe. But I've never, I haven't seen it in the last, you know, 18 years. Right. So I'd forgotten it pretty, right. pretty much, but. Uh, yeah, I think uh, almost from the get-go you mentioned something that uh, happens that is, uh, pretty much sets the entire movie in motion. He's yeah. like, I forgot this happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that tornado hit Dorothy's house. I don't remember yeah. that happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a bizarre fucking movie this is. Mm-hmm. Just confused throughout most of it. It's a very meandering movie. Yeah. There's not really like a... There's not like a three-act story or anything. No. Um, real rhyme or reason to anything... Uh, I mean, I guess you could call it, uh, like a, a character study kind of movie. Yeah, it's almost like, but yeah, the, the, just about the couple guys, who are like. Yeah, but, you know, they're not that interesting. <laughs> I, you know, I really think it is a dark comedy. Like, I remember yeah. it being funny when I watched it before, but. I but, laughed multiple times throughout yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, it was funnier than I remembered. No. Yeah. Uh, but man, just, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what the point of this was. Uh, I think it's all about Fred Ward coming, getting his shit together. Okay. I really do. D- Sergeant Mosley or Detective yeah. Mosley, whatever he is. Yeah. I think it's just about him, like, because he's pretty, you know, battered at the beginning of the movie. Right. Like, literally and figuratively. Right. And then, like, <clears throat> he just seems to, like, it's all about his redemption, I think. Oh, okay. I really think so. Well, then, you know, I, uh... If it is about that, if that is what they intended, and and, and uh, now that you mention it, I could see that it could be about that. Uh-huh. That uh, yeah, maybe I like it a little bit better yeah. than, than you know. And I didn't hate this. All right, uh, it was. It's hard to hate. It, it is. Yeah, uh, it was stupid. Yeah, and <laughs> so bizarre. It okay. It's pretty over the top. It's over the top. Uh, there's, uh, Nora Dunn is in this movie. Uh, she's from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin has hosted Saturday Night Live like 90 fucking times. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of like if Saturday Night Live decided to make a crime movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Just from, you know, Fred Ward's character with the teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has these teeth he keeps taking out and... <laughs> Inopportune times, <laughs> right? His, his false uppers, yeah. Uh, the 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 principal from the Breakfast Club, yeah. I'd forgot he was a, as a dirty cop. <laughs> he shows up once yeah. for two minutes, right? Uh, <laughs> he was great too. Yeah, yeah. He was scary. Uh, then uh, there was uh, Pablo, who uh, was in a movie that I actually recently watched called DC Cab. Oh yeah, yeah. Was he one of the cabbies? No, he was like the uh, like the commissioner of like you know the, really? the taxi union or whatever. Oh, well. He was trying to shut down DC Cab. Oh, that <laughs> bastard! <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I I really I really enjoyed this movie though. Like, 
it's so bizarre and like I said, over the top and like all the characters are just like kind of amped up versions of, of, you know, what they probably should have been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it, I think it works because there's some like so many like quirky little scenes and, and, uh, like weird bits of dialogue, like Alec Baldwin, like his role right. is insane in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and not in like, you know, he's a heartened criminal and he's just psychotic. It's just bizarrely insane. Yeah. Like some sort of likable sociopath. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause I mean, clearly like towards the beginning, you're like, okay, they really want us to not like him. You know, right, right. he keeps he's, like ignoring his girlfriend and he, he's, uh, he's, uh, a bad, you know, asshole, and then and he does bad things, and but he's kind of likable. Yeah, yeah. You <clears throat> like you're rooting for him when he's like doing these kind of numbskull evil things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's evil. Uh, the, the movie starts out with him uh, killing uh, Harry Krishna <laughs> uh, by breaking his finger, which uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. But I guess I, you can go in the shop. I guess so. Yeah, uh, and. They never mention it again, but I think he does the same thing to another guy in the bathroom, the bathroom. of a mall. Well, yeah, because well, after he broke his finger, though, he was still alive because you could hear him like muttering. Okay, but maybe he died. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it was know. kind of his move. Yeah. Well, even when uh, the Harry Krishna died, he was still like convulsing on the That's ground. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Which which that scene does lead into one of the funnier scenes in the movie where. Uh, Fred Ward and Charles Napier <laughs> are looking over the body. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it probably wasn't the first laugh out loud moment, but, uh, it was one of the best ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Charles Napier, fucking disappears halfway through the movie. Did he die or something? <laughs> no, he's still alive. Okay. Ask Kathleen, she loves Charles Napier. I know Napier. she does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, he just, like, like as soon as Fred Ward gets out of the hospital after, like, a severe That's beating true. that he gets, uh, yeah, you never see him again. I for, yeah, I kind of uh, forgot. Like, Nora Dunn is his replacement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she did a lot of his stunt work in some of his early films, so <laughs> they figured no one would even notice the transition. Yeah, he did sort of disappear. I yeah. forgot about that. Wow, poor Charles Napier. But, yeah, he was, he was good. He was yeah. good in the film. Um... Yeah, it's just so violent and weird and like hilarious. But but I, I wouldn't call it hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. But uh it's 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 definitely not a bad movie. It's really odd. But it's also not a good movie. Like like I don't know that I could recommend it unless I would know that a person is just uh willing to be confused for an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I didn't find it too confusing. Well, it, it's not like, you know, it's complex or anything like right, that. Right, right. It's just confusing by how bizarre it is. Right. You're like, where is this going? Right, sort of, yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, like, I understand what I'm seeing, but what is it leading up to? Right, yeah. Yeah, it seems like, it reminds me a lot of uh, the humor in that Nicolas Cage vampire movie, Vampire's Kiss. Okay. Like, right. where you basically just follow him around and, like... And it's one of those movies where it's almost like documentary style, where yeah. you don't really know what is going to happen next. It's just you're just following these people around. But, right. um, yeah, <laughs> strange movie. Uh, Alec Baldwin really good in it mm-hmm. uh, as 
whatever he is. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. Like they start off with having you, you know, kind of you know like you're supposed to dislike this guy, but right. but uh, but he's not a you know I mean like like we said we have fun watching him and we kind of like him, right. but even the things that you don't like about him, it's not. It's not super consistent because, I mean, he is really nice sometimes to his girlfriend or right. fiancé or whatever she is, um, you know, even though sometimes he's, like, a complete asshole to her. Right. Um, yeah, he, he he has, like, some redeeming qualities that, you know, make you go, like, oh, maybe he's just fucked up in the head, you know? Right. Like, he's, you know, he said he was from a foster home, he's done prison time, and he's probably got some problems. Yeah. Well, you know, and he's a, a thief and a murderer. Yeah. yeah. So those are two of his problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, he tries to sell a dress for a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then winds up marrying that girl. We've all been through that, though. <laughs> Luckily, you can get those things in the little in Vegas. But, yeah, and Jennifer Jason Lee, she was pretty good. Yeah, she's all right. Kind of annoying. She had that... I thought you had, like, your fast-forward on for a second whenever we, she started, because, <laughs> yeah, she's almost... It's like her uh, Hudsucker Proxy performance. It was almost like that. Yeah. She's like super high, high pitched, like chipmunk style. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she was, because uh, Hudsucker Proxy, she's just a uh, fucking motor mouth. Oh, yeah. You know, just in that whole 40s. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm going to see? Yeah. That kind of thing. She's yeah. awesome in that movie. Yeah, she's great in that movie. Yeah. Not so much in this one. I thought she was good. I uh, just, I don't know. She got naked a lot more than in Hudsucker Proxy. She did get a lot more naked in so this see, movie. So that, yeah, you know, yeah. that sort of yeah. increases the quality of her performance. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although I think uh, she's far more attractive nowadays than she was back in 1990. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's a looker. Yeah. That one. Uh, even Hudsucker Proxy, she's uh, far more attractive. She's a classy dame in that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the classiest dame I've ever seen! <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to uh, one of the Halloween specials. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For uh, the creature movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, n- uh, naked. Uh, <laughs> although there's uh, the part where uh, Alec Baldwin's character is uh, helping her write haikus. It's hilarious. <laughs> that, that is hilarious. The, the, most of the scene is hilarious, uh, especially when he's uh, writing haikus as he's breaking into her neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See? But, uh, like, uh, this is just one of those odd, quirky things that, like, just confused the hell out of me. Uh, like, you know, they've clearly uh, been having sex for days on end at this point. And, uh, he opens the door to her bathroom while she's taking a bath, and she freaks the hell out on him. Yeah. Maybe she was, you know, she doesn't like to watch, have people watch her shave her legs. Uh, or, I don't know. That, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe that was, like, one of those scenes, you know, where uh, they were just running the camera, and she was actually she taking a bath. Oh, yeah. and, and, like, they were like, living in the film, that was great, you know. <laughs> Alec Baldwin wrote a haiku on on, uh, on the fly. You know? I, don't know. I hear that uh, the director did the same thing to Dan Aykroyd in uh, Gross Point Blank, uh, but Dan Aykroyd actually you know, has enough clout to have that uh, deleted from the film. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he has been around the block. Uh. Yeah, it, it's kind of... 
Yeah, like a dark comedy, maybe like Coen Brothers-ish almost, and the quirky characters. And it's kind of Coen-ish, yeah. Coen-ish. Coen-esque. Coen-esque. I like that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is kind of similar to that. Uh, it's based on a novel. I wish I would have looked up, uh, like, if there's, like, similarities between it and the movie. I'm or, curious to read that, or, actually. Or if this was just a thing where, you know, the uh, writer of the movie and the director all just went, you know, batshit on it and right. just did whatever the hell they wanted. <laughs> I think it actually, I think it was the same guy. I think he wrote wrote it. Like, uh, okay. he adapted it, so. Yeah. Kind of is his, like, his, his vision. Thing. Uh, okay. yeah. And maybe he just read the book and he was like, I can make this weirder. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never read a, I've right. never read the book. I've uh, never read a book. <laughs> That's what I started to say. Yeah, well. <laughs> Call a spade uh, a spade. Huh? Call a spade a spade. Yeah. What's, you like want to go to the record store? Let's go to the record store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know much what else to say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. There's a ton of just weird characters and... Quirky shit. Mm-hmm. Some of Alec Baldwin's uh, like just reactions and facial expressions are so funny to me, though. Yeah, like it's almost worth watching just for that. Like, I don't know why I cracked up when uh, the doorbell rang and he like he was Freaked like, out. yeah, he freaks out and he's like, what the fuck is that? When the doorbell rings, <laughs> and it was just awesome. Like the way he like he like snapped into attention as if he heard a bomb explode or something. It was amazing. Uh, he also just. Uh, I'm yeah, just gonna throw this out there in the ether. I'm gonna guess that he fucking did just a pile of cocaine before filming every scene. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see that because he was just twitchy. He'd move around a lot really fast. It's like uh, like when you watch a squirrel, yeah, and how they sort of like uh, just they they seem to move like yeah. in a different sort of dimension. Exactly, than exist in. birds too sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is a bird squirrel. <laughs> No, I, exactly, I, exactly right. It's like, it's like, yeah. There's like frames missing. It almost looks like. <laughs> yeah, he's very twitchy. That's a good word for him. And Fred Ward. I mean, Fred Ward is great in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm sure I've seen other movies with him in it, but like, you know, I pretty much just always go back to Remo Williams mm-hmm. when I think of Fred Ward. I'd forget that was him until you mentioned that the other day. Yeah, it's. Like probably one of my favorite movies as a kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. it. I love like what's this Mr. Miyagi guy that walks on uh, water? And... Oh crap! Because uh, I've 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 listened to like audio books of the the Remo Williams uh, series. Yeah. So like like I want to say Chung, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What a great movie though. Yeah. A great kids kids movie. Well, it's not really a kids movie. I mean, when you're a kid, but as kids. When, yeah, when you're a kid, you fucking love that. Well, yeah. Uh, see, that's that's one of those things I always want to try to say is that you know, because that movie is definitely not a kids movie. I mean, a right. uh, fucking guy's face gets blown off, and <laughs> you know, uh, people die, and there's blood, and there's violence, but it's fucking awesome. And when you're fucking seven years old, you know that is the greatest shit on the face of the planet. Oh yeah, face is ripped off. Who wouldn't love that? Yeah. When you're in, what, what is it, second grade? Yeah. <laughs> that uh, guy with the diamond in his tooth, and uh, he like, fucking forces him up against the glass to cut oh, the glass. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Wow. Wow. 
We should watch that sometime. We should. I watched it about a year ago. Still holds up. That's a movie I haven't seen since I was like 10. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's great in the movie. Oh, yeah, just he's just great in this movie, cop. too. Yeah, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, landlord is pretty good, too. Yeah, with the hollow point bullets yeah. for no reason. He's he's uh, he's got all kinds of guns and he's deaf and has hollow point bullets. It's like ninety years old. Yeah, weird weird characters. Yeah, fun movie though. Yeah, yeah, that, it's yeah, it's definitely fun. Like I don't think it was. Uh, like I remember it being like awesome when I was a kid. Right. And I think it's funnier than I remember, but I don't think it's as awesome as I remember. Right. right. Okay. Like I remember being really impressed with how different it was. Like. I think it was had a, just a completely different feel than anything I'd seen when I saw it. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it still, you know, has its own personality and it's oh, yeah, definitely. different enough from movies think, of the same genre. I think if it wasn't so dated, it probably would, would uh, hold up yeah. be a lot better like as the, far as just music and clothes mostly. Yeah, as far as just being, you know, just a, uh, like a, classic movie, you know, like like an evergreen type thing that you, right. you can always point to, like, hey, remember Miami Blues? You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, like the uh, <laughs> the the fashions and, and, and everything in it, I think, really hold it back from yeah. being one of those Same thing films. with Mannequin. Same yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know, I think Meshach Taylor's character mm-hmm. will always be in style. Perennial. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you say you possibly wouldn't recommend this movie to others, but... Yeah, uh, I, w- I wouldn't just make a blanket recommendation and say everyone should see this movie. Specific people should see this movie. People who like weird shit should yeah. see this movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and kids. And kids. Yeah, because yeah. I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah. I probably would have loved this movie as, a kid, mm-hmm. as much as I loved Fletch. Yeah, it, it's in that vein. Maybe. It is kind of in that vein. A little darker, maybe. A little darker. Yeah. But uh, uh, but uh, that's a movie that I loved as a kid, and mm-hmm. uh, not so much as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 I'm glad we watched it. Yeah. I'm, I'm could have been. You. Could have been a train wreck. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, could have been as bad as this this show. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will ever be as bad as this show. No. No, uh, that's not true. Goliath was worse than this show. That's true. Hey, we we do have that. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, we can say at least we're not we're not Goliath. Yep. Uh, I think that's uh, that's gonna be my uh, my bottom movie of all time. Your go-to. When yeah, people, yeah. When people are like, even though you and I are the only people who have ever seen it, we hope. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the poor unfortunate bastards that were in the editing room fixing <laughs> fixing that together. <laughs> and I, I support anything that's you know people are trying and it's experimental because you know there's probably not as many uh, you know studio heads saying like this needs to happen and, and these people need to be in this movie but right. yeah that that was just awful yeah pointless yeah like even more pointless than say a movie like Miami Blues where you're like what's the point right right yeah, it was even more pointless than well that. because it, this was entertaining yeah <laughs> yeah and it, it, it made up for its lack of of anything. By just being weird <laughs> and funny. Yeah. 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 See it. Yeah. If you're into it. If you're into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know yeah. that I... Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think I've said my piece on this one. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm glad we glad we saw it. Though. All right, then. Let's take a break, and uh, we will be.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash, everybody. Welcome back, Jason. Hey, I'm still here. Yes, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I didn't even leave the room. Oh. Well, that's not much of a break. No, it's not. I didn't mm-hmm. stretch my legs or nothing. No, didn't pee. Didn't, didn't uh, pee. Didn't take a smoke break. Didn't take a... Didn't take a phone call. I just sat here. Possibly passed gas. But that was my break. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So how are you doing this fine Sunday evening? I'm doing all right. Uh, I did some, some, some drawings. I saw. Yeah. And I'm impressed. Thank you. Um, I also uh, watched a movie. Mm-hmm. A movie. Which one did you see? I watched a movie called Centurion. It was uh, the a latest film by Neil Marshall, who directed Doomsday, and The Descent, and Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Centurion. 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 <laughs> Is that a recommended movie? Ooh, not really. It's no Doomsday? It's no Doomsday. Uh, it's actually, I think, his weakest film. Um, but I really liked all those other movies. Mm-hmm. I really liked all those other movies. So is, is this sort of like whenever someone gets an Oscar for a previous movie, you'd still recommend this so people would know his name or, you know, you know, when, like sometimes the, someone will get an Oscar, but, you know, it's not really for the movie that they're getting the Oscar for, oh, it's for it's, previous work. Right, right. Does he get that sort of... Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, okay. But uh, it's, it's, it's just his weakest movie, but it's not a bad movie at all. No. Uh, it's uh, really entertaining. It's ridiculously gory. Uh, it's fun. But uh, it's not his best movie. Mm. What's his best movie? Uh, I would say my favorite of his movies is The Descent. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I still need to see that. It's a very good, very good film. Dog of Soldiers is also pretty good. Uh, I would say that's his second worst movie now compared to mm-hmm. Sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm largely Doomsday interested. Doomsday was uh, second best. Yeah, I didn't like Doomsday, but I don't remember it at all, so maybe I'd love it now. What? Yeah. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're talking about the one that we watched with John Bubba? Yes. Okay. I was thinking of, uh, what's, what the fuck is that movie? The same, same thing happened when we started to watch it. I remembered some old movie from the 90s. The Doom Generation. I always uh, get those two mixed up. Wow. Yeah. Cause okay. I'm sure they're totally the same. Well, I think they got the word Doom in the title. <laughs> So were you confused yesterday when you came over and I was watching the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom was on screen? Uh, I was like, wait a minute, is this is this where the guy did Dog Soldiers? <laughs> Doomsday was the post-apocalyptic uh, film in which uh, there were cannibals and that was good car chases and horses and yeah, stuff. I liked that one. Yeah, that was fun. The Descent is a better movie. But uh, Doomsday is pretty close up there. Dog Soldiers is a third, and then this one is his weakest. Dog Soldiers is a werewolf movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Soldiers versus werewolves. Mm, wow. In England. See, that seems fun. Yeah. And uh, but this, I, I'd recommend it. Had uh, the guy who's going to play Magneto in X Men First Class in it, oh. and uh, the guy who played uh, Jigsaw in Punisher Warzone. Oh wow! Okay. Although using his real voice, so it's not terrible. 
Yeah, that movie. Wow. <clears throat> it was a bloodbath, that one. Yeah. Well, this one was, too. Mm. It's about uh, Roman soldiers fighting against uh, the Pict army. Hmm. And uh, mayhem ensues. I bet. Yeah. Anything with soldiers fighting. Lots, uh, lots of beheadings. Lots of disembowelments. Lots of uh, just general chafing. limb suffering. There is some chafing. Oh, yeah. There's uh, some consumption of mushrooms. Whoa. There's a uh, swimming down a river scene. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a lot, of, a lot of action. Is, yeah. is there a hot air balloon ride? Uh, no. Maybe like implied, like an off-screen reference, maybe? There was the scene where the general of the Roman army uh, said that he had to go get in his blimp. I bet that's, that that's what he was talking okay, about. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Wow. It does have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen any movies this week. <clears throat> I believe. Have I? I've seen a couple movies this week, yeah. I think. Hmm. I watched uh, Gone Baby Gone, directed by Ben Affleck, hmm. uh, with Casey Affleck hmm. and Ed Harris. Not bad. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, Kind of dark crime drama thing. Yeah. I like the crime movies. Yeah, as do I. As do I. What is it about us that makes us like crime movies? We are not criminals. Uh, I mean, you know, I might drive a few right, right. miles over and, you know, I'm sure you do a thing or two. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what is it about the average Joe that attracts us to the crime movies? Um, I don't know. Is the same reason we watch horror movies? Same reason we watch comedies, because they're entertaining. Yeah, I guess so. That is why I watch movies, to be entertained. But there's something about the crime movie, I swear. Like, I like horror movies and I like comedies, but I like I like, I like watching crimes happen. Right. Especially robberies. <clears throat> well, then, uh, for you, I don't know, maybe it's some sort of uh, psychological, uh, you, you want the rush... Possibly, uh, like, like yeah. vicariously through through the characters committing the the heist. Yeah, because I would never do it, and I would hate to be robbed. Right, like right. at the story, I wouldn't even like it. Wouldn't even be worth like, oh my god, this will be a great issue. If I just look sad and right, tell right, that story. Yeah. Like it would not even be worth that for me because I'd probably have a heart attack and die. But. <laughs> it's only if you get your finger broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that's fatal. Maybe it's the way that he snaps the fingers. Uh, it, it's like Steven Seagal style. Could be. But anyway, a crime. I love yeah. the crime movies. Love yeah, them. Yeah. I like them a lot. And, and but you know, again, when I watch any movie, my my my, my bottom line is that I want to be entertained. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Huh. Also, it was uh, yet another movie I watched. Uh, wow, you moved it up this I, week. I did move it up this week. I'm uh, trying to catch up on movies. Watched uh, a little film called Repo, the Genetic Opera. Because yeah. you love musicals. Because <laughs> I love musicals. I believe I have stated that very clearly uh-huh. numerous times on this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone, <laughs> most most of our listeners have seen your O Calcutta back tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. As, as, as our listeners know, I can't stand a musical. Mm. I despise them. Don't think they should exist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like you would deny the people who do love them, just for the off chance that you might 
accidentally have seen it. Yep. Okay. Yep. That is pure hate. That is how much I dislike a musical. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, cause like, you know, I hate, uh, I hate a chick flick. I hate, uh, romantic comedies and, you know, uh, certain other types of movies out there, but not enough that I wish they didn't exist. Cause I know that I can just avoid those. Mm-hmm. Musicals, I just wish they didn't exist. Like, cause you wouldn't even want to walk by, like, in a Sears where the, it's playing on the TV. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, as also kind of, uh, demonstrated by an experience that you and I had last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> The lady that was singing at the BP? Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to buy a Coke. That's all I wanted. Just mm-hmm. a Coke and a bag of chips. And she had to fucking start singing as she's ringing me out. It was bad enough that she was already on the phone when I walked up to the counter. Was she? Yeah. Okay. I thought she was just singing the whole time. No, she was on the phone talking to somebody. Luckily, and I honestly didn't think that she would, she said, oh, hold on. Before, you know, starting to, uh, you know, ring me out. That's, that's good. But then, as soon as she put the phone down, she started fucking singing. <laughs> she has a beautiful voice. She was a good singer, mm. but I don't want to hear anyone sing. Mm. Ever. Uh, not in person. Hmm. See, I like it. I like it. Well, I like, like, like if she would have ignored, uh, the service, you know, of the ringing of our products, then that would have been one thing, but I, I enjoyed Oh, enjoyed. I would have been a much angrier if she had just stayed on the phone. Right. But, like, she's fucking singing. What am I supposed to do? Just yeah. like, stand there like a jackass looking at her? Which is what I did. Yeah. Because there's nothing I can do. I can't compliment her because I don't give a shit. I don't want her to be fucking singing. All right. Yeah. I know. Like, I mean, I, if she had been on the phone, I could have yelled at her right, and been right. justified in it. It was, it was a little, it was a little odd because, yeah, like, I was standing there and she was singing while she rang up my tea. And uh, I was like, should I say you have a beautiful voice? Or would it sound like I'm trying to be creepy? Like, right. should I just say nothing? I just said nothing. I yeah. just kind of smiled and then, you know, walked away. But, yeah. I could not get out of there fast enough. <laughs> because you had to go home and watch a musical. Well, uh, <laughs> that happened the day before. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, a uh, friend of mine... Uh, we were talking about uh, how much I dislike musicals, because this is a regular type of conversation yeah. for me. Yeah, seems to be a recurring... Yeah. And uh, she said that she also does not like musicals, but uh, there is one that she does like, and it's called Repo, the Genetic Opera. And I have to admit that if there ever was a musical that was made for me, it would be Repo, the Genetic Opera. Yeah. So she said, well, I'll let you borrow it. And I said, well... If I don't have to pay a dime, I will watch it. Really? And so, uh, normally, like, if I, if I get a movie, like, from Netflix or whatever, like, I'll pop it in, and, like, I'll draw while I'm watching it. But I knew that this wasn't something that I wanted to watch alone. So when my friend came over for Friday night, uh, I said, let's watch this. Uh, she had already seen it at one point in time, but she said she, like, fell asleep through part of it, so. You needed someone to support you. You're like, I can't do this by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like treading water for the first time. Kind of, yeah. And uh, if uh, she hadn't agreed to watch it, you and I would have watched it Whoa. yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say that the verdict is, I still hate musicals. No, oh, yeah. Uh, didn't didn't ch- open up the door for you. Did not. Uh, I thought I saw. Uh, thought I saw some uh, Hammerstein or Rogers and Hammerstein records in your collection. You are mistaken. No. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Uh, like I said, 
If there was ever a musical that was uh, made specifically for me, a musical about a guy who kills people and repossesses their organs would be that musical. It sounds like it could be a reality. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, uh, yeah, I just I could not get through it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I did get through it, but uh, did not... Uh, just, just didn't win you over. Did not win me over. I was uh, still just mostly uncomfortable throughout yeah. the entire movie. You, so you don't like the physical... Like, appearance of someone singing, or the sound, or both? Uh, the physical appearance, mostly. Yeah. Because I listen to music. Yeah. Here. I can hear songs on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like... I don't like people in front of me singing. Didn't. And I specifically do not like uh, people in front of me singing as they're trying to tell a story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's not natural. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, the girl at BP was weird and uncomfortable, uh, but at least that's all she was doing. She wasn't, like, singing to me, like, the price of my Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's strange. I mean, it's a strange, like, uh, device for telling a story, for sure, and I've always thought that. but, But for some of them, I think it works, especially when, like, it's a, it's a movie where, you know, they're, they're just acting normally, and then, like, when they're by themselves, they, you know, like, you know, they're, like, basically, this the song is their thoughts being, uh, aud- you know, audible. Right. Um, I, I think that kind of works, but I'm not a, fa- I'm not a fan of musicals. Right. Like, I like Cannibal the Musical a whole lot. I think it's great. I, and I, like I've said a hundred times, I still think you would like that. I probably wouldn't. But, Again, because... But it's a comedy. It's like it's like watching a, a Monty Python skit where they sing. You know, it's like it's for fun's sake. So was this movie? Yeah. And, but, I mean, and then this is like a, a horror sci-fi movie on top of it. So right, right, right. I mean, again, clearly this is like uh, the only way this could have been more for me is if it was called Eric <laughs> Repo the Genetic <laughs> Opera. <laughs> so, like, do you remember the first time you? This this became something of discomfort. Like, were you like a younger kid and you saw a musical, or like, or someone sang and you're like, this is just freaky and weird. Um. Uh, well, when I was a little kid, I saw Cats with my parents, which uh, was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, just if I'm watching a movie and. Just, uh, like, like kids movies, like, like, like old Disney movies where, like, the characters would just all of a sudden break out into song. Right. Always just threw me off. Uh, just, uh, you know, like, like, uh, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know, like, you know, they can ride down that fucking tunnel all day long and that's not gonna bother me. But when they break out into song, you know, when, uh, Charlie and his grandpa are dancing around in their underwear. You know, then I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, well, that is a little creepier than that horror tunnel. I mean, <laughs> I, I always liked the cartoon singing, though, when I was a kid. Like, I think that's why they put those in the Disney movies, because they, they, they assume all kids like, uh, cartoon animals singing. I do not. With the exception. Hmm? Yeah, exception. I guess so. No, I'm sure, I'm sure there's other kids that yeah. weren't entertained by that or even creeped out by that. Right. If you're listening and you were creeped out by musicals, please write us. Let us know. <laughs> but yeah, it just, I, it's mostly the use of it as a, as a storytelling device 
like people conversing with each other through song. Well, that, Just, that is weird. Yeah. yeah. And that's all this movie is yeah. uh, on top of it. Like, like there's very little actual spoken dialogue. It is pretty much almost entirely sung. <clears throat> yeah, like if it's one person by themselves thinking or like, uh, you know, almost like a narration, right. like a minstrel. Like in you know, like if, when you read Gru and the minstrel would tell the uh, you know set the set the tone of the story. Right. Like you know, I thought that was appropriate. But yeah, when it, when it's back and forth, it's a little a little weird. I will say that uh, I don't know if uh, the actors in that movie actually you know were doing the singing, but uh, the uh, the lead actor, the main character of that movie, very good singing voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Head, uh, he played uh, Giles on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the mm-hmm. TV show. Plays uh, the Repo Man. In oh. this movie. He repos the organs. Huh? He does. Uh, he does repo the organs. Who did Ogre play? Uh, Ogre played the son of Paul Sorvino, and uh, the sister, or the, the, the brother of uh, Paris Hilton and Bill Mosley. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a family. Yeah. They, uh, Paul Sorvino was the head of the uh, Genco Corporation that uh, invented synthetic organs and a, uh, a highly addictive painkiller that uh, they got uh, pretty much the entire population of the world uh, hooked on. No, oh, great. And uh, business. Yeah. And uh, when people can't afford to uh, make payments on their organs, then uh, you know, they send the repo men in. And uh, Paul Sorvino was dying, and uh, the world was uh, laying in wait to, to discover um, which of his three children, Bill Mosley, uh, a.k.a. Otis from The Devil's Rejects, mm-hmm. uh, Paris Hilton, uh, or Ogre, uh, were going to uh, take his place as the, the head of the company. Wow. Ogre's character uh, had no face, and he would steal other people's face and staple them to his own. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And... Paris Hilton was always changing her face uh, via plastic surgery. Mm. Is she a plastic surgery queen in real life? Has she done that? I don't know. I'm going to assume yes. I mean, she could definitely afford it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's not terrible in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can't mm. sing worth a shit, but yeah. So that is her real voice? It probably was yeah. her real voice. Yeah. Well. And Bill Mosley, I believe, also sang and uh, also not a singer. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine, you know, top, Chop Top from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Otis from The Devil or Chick yeah. singing. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, he did, you know, he had some memorable uh, sing-songy exclamations from Texas Chainsaw 2. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gee, man! <laughs> or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want him, you know, yeah. serenaded him my, my lover or anything. No, yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, uh, honestly, it's kind of an entertaining movie. I did kind of get into it towards the end, but uh, just every time uh, with all the singing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if this wasn't a musical, I probably would have loved it. All right. There. Yeah. Which is why I am uh, eagerly awaiting to see Repo Men, the uh, non-musical version of this movie. Did that hit theaters already? Oh, that's been out on DVD for a while. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought I was, I thought we saw a trailer at the theater. Uh, I, I think remember. we saw one at uh, Wolfman. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's uh, right. Because right. Matt and Juliet just started bitching about it. Yeah, <laughs> and I I don't remember ever seeing like its name on on a like a you know a theater's uh, playlist or whatever uh, on the marquee. 
Yeah, they don't have marquees anymore. What? Where's the, who doesn't have marquees anymore? <laughs> you know, like the, the coming yeah, soon yeah, posters yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or the, uh, what are the electronic, what are those fucking things called? The electronic? Uh, marquee. Is it? Okay. Yeah, just call it that. Yeah. And say it's done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I always get frustrated when I can't remember the names of things. Yeah. And that happens a lot more often. Well, it's all the, the pot you smoked. No, it's just, it's happening more often now. Oh, it's the Alzheimer's. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I might be getting, uh, some sort of, you know, secondhand Alzheimer's from, from, uh, some of the older people that I know. I started to say from Jack, my boss, but I don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> you, you just, uh, no, good uh, luck. Uh, what about you? You said, uh, you said you haven't seen any movies. I haven't seen any movies, uh, I did read, uh, I had an awesome, uh, Thursday night. I, uh, and my mom's out of town this week. She's visiting her sister in Kentucky. And my mom is a pretty straight-laced mom. Right. I mean, like, like a mom from a 50s sitcom, pretty much. Right. And, uh, she, she asked me to go help her buy some booze to take to my aunt's house because <laughs> my aunt lives, like, in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, like, right. literally. And, uh... Like, it's Stinking Creek, Kentucky. It's half an hour from anything, like a gas station or anything. <laughs> and so, me and my mom went to uh, Arrow Wine and bought uh, a bottle of vodka and a bottle of wine. Nice. And uh, <laughs> it was so weird. It was so, it was so weird. But, because she's, I, since I've been born, I don't think my mom's had a drink ever. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I'm watching her house and her cat for her, you know, just like, feeding them and uh, right. bringing them the newspapers in the mail. And so I went over there Thursday night, and I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to stay here tonight. Right. And I, 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 I mostly wanted to stay there for an hour to watch the two Charlie Brown uh, Thanksgiving specials, which I did, and they were awesome. And then I sat there and I read the brand new issue of Acme Novelty Library cover to cover, and that's like an hour and a half reading experience. Right. And it was awesome. So good. It was, it's this guy, like, this isn't spoilers, but I think I read it, right? No. It's, uh, it's this guy's life story. Like, it, the first page is him being born, the last page is him dying, and it's everything that happened to him in between. And I mean, it is amazing. He literally distilled, like, it feels like this is a real person, and like all the changes that would happen, and it's unexpected, and it was so good. It was <laughs> so good. Acme Novel Library number 20. Look it up. Check it out. Do it, folks. Yeah, that was that was so that was like that was like a really entertaining part of the week. So boring. Oh, it was so relaxing. Yeah, Charlie totally Brown. Yeah. And, and how appropriate is that? The, I could do without the Charlie Brown. <laughs> Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> but how appropriate was? I didn't even think about that. Charlie Brown, and then uh, like Chris Ware did a uh, Jimmy Corgan, which is basically an old Charlie Brown. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was a pretty appropriate, like, kind of. Atmosphere for, yeah. for to start it out. You you don't like the Chuck. You don't like Chuck. I'm uh, not a peanuts fan. Yeah. You know I I liked the cartoons when I was a kid, but I wasn't a big peanuts fan. Like I really wasn't. I didn't like. I read it in the paper, but I also read you know Dagwood and right. everything. Oh else. yeah, I read them all when I was a kid. And, you know, I used to love the peanuts cartoons as a kid. Yeah, but, I love uh, the cartoon. As an adult, uh, no, yeah, not a fan at all. Mm. I still like them. I still like I them. I don't understand why every year they run the same ones over and over. They're classics. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, 
uh, but yeah, Charlie Brown's an asshole. Yeah, he's he's a he's a dumb guy, and he's uh, sad a lot. But other than that, I think he's cool. I'd hang out with Chuck. I'm quoting the movie. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, what movie? Uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Uh, where uh, the guy's just uh, killed someone, and his son suddenly shows up in the house and starts yelling at his dad as he's trying to bury the body. You know, and his dad is like, "Go inside and watch Charlie Brown." And the kid yells, "Charlie Brown's an asshole!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Charlie Brown. I recommend Trick or Treat to everyone. Mm. That was a very good movie. It's a very fun horror movie. Yeah. Uh, hmm. um, yeah, nothing else too exciting is going on. Just, uh, you know, getting excited for Thanksgiving coming up. That is coming up. Free food. Yeah, oh yeah. You do anything, uh, cool, important, fun? Yeah, I get to hang out with my brother for the last time this year. Oh, oh I'll yeah. probably see him on Christmas. Uh, yeah. He works in a liar. The new R.I. Yeah, he works at a mall, so yeah. and he's pretty busy from uh, Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. We're gonna yeah. eat, eat some food, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Good. No. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah. No. Gonna have uh, some sort of potluck thing at work on Wednesday. Hopefully, 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 get out of work early on Wednesday. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. You have to work. You work Friday. No, yeah, there you go. Four day weekend. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Black Friday is coming up. Everybody, yeah. uh, get your credit cards out. I will be hiding in my house. Friday. I'll be working, but it'll be fucking dead at Mavericks. Well, yeah. No. But well, maybe I'll come into Mavericks. Yeah, it's usually the, pretty slow. My uh, my best friend's uh, birthday is uh, Sunday. And uh, there is one thing that uh, she's asked for that I probably should get for her. Yeah. That uh, I believe you guys would sell out of Mavericks. Ooh, cool. Is it magic cards? No. It's uh, it's a comic book. No, we don't carry those anymore. It's all magic cards. Oh, trade yeah. paperback? No, no not, not just... well. There was a magic comic that came out from uh, Claim. Uh, we might have that. Yeah, maybe I'll just get it out of them. Yeah. yeah. She likes to read. Yeah. She likes wizards and dragons and shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll send her in. <laughs> or you, do, you're, you're, you come in. Don't send her in. It's her birthday present. Right, right, yeah. I guess I could just like give her the money for it and yeah. say, here you go. Yeah, yeah. go buy a wizard. Yeah. And, and if I uh, if I see that she's bought uh, something else other than that uh, magic comic book, I'm going to mm-hmm. smack her. Oh, well, yeah. Because well, yeah, that's what I gave her the money for. Yeah. <laughs> Got to learn them. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll come inside Friday night. Cool. Yeah. Do it up, do yeah. Because we don't, we don't really do any big sales or whatnot. So right. everybody just goes to the mall and right, you know, they're right. exhausted after that. So yeah. we're pretty slow. Well, then I'll stop by and say hi. All right, Coolio, Coolio. Man. <laughs> we, yeah. we always end so awesomely. Yeah, we always. <laughs> We always just crash and burn. Yeah, that's, that's there should be a button that we push and it just <laughs> cuts it off. Or yeah. like it, like you know, we should like record something really funny sometime during the week and just <laughs> save that for the end. That's uh, never gonna happen <laughs> unless we know someone that could, you know, say something really funny and let us record it. Right. 
You can still pick a comic. Yeah. Well, get the fuck out of here. That's the exciting part of the show. All right. I always look forward. Seriously, I really do. I'm always. I I'm excited always. I'm like, what am I gonna read? I don't know. Right. This right. is cool. This is fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You may be uh, disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may. Uh, you may veto. Ooh, really? I've I, never vetoed. I hope you don't, because. I don't want to have wasted the effort. <laughs> oh no! That I took to re- try to read this thing. Wow. Well, that does make me want to veto, not to like waste your time, but. And I'm not saying anything about the quality of it. Mm-hmm. I am saying something about the thickness of the book. I am picking Secret Wars one. Secret Wars. Yeah. The 80s Marvel yes. Superhero Secret Wars? The Marvel 80s Superhero Secret Wars. The Beyonder. I would never veto that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I uh, just kind of figured it's been, I think it's been a really long time since we've done a superhero story. Yeah. And uh, I did, at a point when I was asking for uh, recommendations I want to read, our... Uh, a friend, Matt Brashfield, suggested Secret Wars. I'd never read it. Sure. So uh, he uh, lent me his copy of the trade. Oh, really? Yeah. Is and, it still on loan for me? Uh, it is still on loan for you. Uh, I told him that uh, that was one of the conditions of it, that uh, I would have to possibly let you buy it. I no longer have those. I, I used to have yeah, them. So, yeah, you will be uh, reading Matt Brashfield's copy of it. Sweet. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, um... I haven't read that since I was probably a teenager. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Like I said, I have never read it uh, up until this point, so... We will discuss it after you... I can't believe you put that spoiler out already, though, The Beyonder. Like, I couldn't remember what villain was in that. Are you kidding me? I thought it was Pace Pat Pete or The Claw or... (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler Claw, isn't it? Oh, God! Two spoilers! (laughs) I only say that because he was also in the most recent episode of uh, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was, and he was cool. Yeah, yeah. he was kind of cool. He was yeah. like a, a like a Mike Magnola character, a, a villain, little bit, yeah, yeah. A villain from uh, Hellboy or whatnot, yeah. pre uh, monster form that he turned into. Right, spoiler for the yeah. Avengers <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Secret Wars, all twelve issues, man. all twelve issues. Including We're gonna the... break out our uh, toy collection and mm. uh, oh yeah, with the the shields. Where they had the changing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. photo or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Uh, or not a photo, but the artwork. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then and sometimes <laughs> if you get those little papers in just wrong, like you couldn't see anything. It just right, looked yeah. like it looked like when you were trying to watch scrambled porn. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the in between picture. Right. right yeah. yeah. Uh, the only uh, Secret Wars figure that I ever had was Wolverine. I didn't even know who he was at the time. Would you have the Silver Claws version? Uh, no, they were gray. Oh, uh, well, yeah, there was, there was the, like a gray one and then like a... What was the other one? Was it gold or black or something? They did. They had two versions. Uh, and I think the, the one that me and you have is the common one. Okay. Or that I had. I don't yeah. have it anymore. I don't either. Yeah. I, uh... Well... I'll, I'll probably forget this. I'll, start, I'll save this for next time, but I had a bunch of Secret Wars figures, yeah. and uh, I had an Iron Man that uh, 
I repainted to look like the heckler after when the heckler number one came out. I loved right. it so much that uh, I I painted my Iron Man Secret Wars to look exactly like the heckler. Because I mean, if you think of it, they have the same shaped head and like it was very uh you know like that smooth. It's very smooth and circular. Well, if you just use Spider Man, I wouldn't cause... fuck up my Spider Man. <laughs> I love Spider Man. Hated Iron Man. <laughs> Yeah. That's so crazy talk. <laughs> so your heckler then had a gigantic hole in his chest, and uh, I painted over the hole with his ha ha ha's everywhere. <laughs> I think I still have a photo. I tried to take a photo of it to send into like Wizard because they used to do that. Right. I think it was before Toy Fair even. Right. And uh, and the photo came out so horribly, like it's just blurry. And I just never did take another photo. Like, I was so mad. Because so, that was back then when you had to, like... Develop it. Yeah, you yeah. take your photos, yeah. you drop them off at a place. Like, a week later, they call you. <laughs> you, you. You look at your photo and like, oh, that's not good. Right. You know, as opposed to, like, shooting it and going, oh, that's not good. Let me just shoot another one. Right, yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Uh, those were the Everything days. Everything was better then. When, uh... <laughs> One-hour photos were uh, the, all the rage. Oh, my God, yeah. You're like, yeah, it's totally worth $30 to, <laughs> to get my photos developed <laughs> the same day. <laughs> That's pretty uh, So, yeah, Secret Wars. Fucking do it. Awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. There. Because... <laughs> Because why go out on a high note? Yeah. <laughs> Secret Wars! Fuck yeah, yeah, Secret Wars. God damn it. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.